0: We are in Melachim Aleph, chapter 10, and we are continuing in the discussion of Shilomo's great wealth. The Queen of Shiva, uh Malkat Sheba, Queen of Sheba in English, came to Shilomo to test his wisdom and to see, uh, and she was impressed by his wisdom and his greatness and all of the Glory that he was able to he, he displayed, and she went home realizing that there was nobody like him uh, it, it says that they imported massive amounts of gold, they imported massive amounts of almug wood, and they, would, they used this almug wood for to make a path between the house of Shilamo and the Beit Mikdash and he used it also to make the instruments for playing in the Beit Mikdash they did not see that kind of al wood until this very day, and as we said, we've seen that expression a couple of times. Once in relation to spices. the spices, yeah, good. and once in relation to the wood. And now we continue in the in the description of his wealth. So the king Shalomon gave to the to the queen of Sheba. All of her desires that she wanted Besides for what she gave according to the hand of Shilomo Meaning, I think it's saying besides for the gifts that he gave her He gave her all of the wisdom that she had asked for As Salim and explained it Besides for all of the things that uh, All of the wisdom that he gave her He gave her a um, specific Items as well, but Tiffin, and she turned and went back to her land, she and her servants. The amount of gold that came to Shalmon in one year was 666 talents of gold. And that's besides for the, the, this was like the official gold And then there's also like commercial gold That people would bring Like people that were, were tourists Or that would come in and, and according to one Tarim means like someone who comes in Not to do a lot of business But to do a little business right? So people that came to do a little business And people that came to do a lot of business And the people who are peddlers A rochel is a peddler Typically of spices Rochel, like Avkat uh, rochel means the spices of a peddler a rochel could also be someone who says Lashon hara Because apparently these rochelim they would always say Lashon hara Because it would go from one place to another Or, or, uh, or the, exp- the expression is the same way A peddler of spices Goes from one place to another Spreading his spices So to the baal Lashon hara Goes from one place to another Spreading the, the bad words about people And the gossip that he's hearing So that's why a rochel is also called uh, is also someone who says Lashon hara. It's the same word And all of the people from the Arab lands And the ministers of the land Besides for the things that they brought When they came Just Shlomo's amount was 666 talents of gold I think Radak makes the calculation And he falls six short He doesn't know where the final six come from If I remember correctly But we won't go into it
1: uh, Yes, that's exactly
0: what it says Right Okay, uh, Then Shlomo made two hundred was it shields? Mm-hmm. Shields of gold. I don't know what shachut means. Beaten. Beaten. Um, yeah, yeah. Six hundred of gold. yeah. Six hundred. Six hundred what? Six hundred measures of gold he would use for each shield. Now, what are these shields? I'm I'm assuming they're not using these shields in battle. I'm assuming these shields are just like uh, uh, trophies. Gold is very soft. And it is.
1: The gold is very soft, especially. And it says Rashi says that this gold was so pure that it was like soft enough to be formed into these shields, like easily.
0: Mm. That's what Rashi says I But then it wouldn't be good very soft. Very soft. That's what Rashi says So it wouldn't be used for defense This was purely uh, a uh, What's it called? As they say in Persian Which makes sense Okay And then 600 Magin typically is a shield So I don't know what The difference is, how does it differentiate between Sinah and Magin? What is it?
1: We're
0: reading in uh, yud right? Yeah. Yeah. 300 bucklers of beaten gold. Bucklers? Do you know what a buckler is? No idea. Three portions of gold would go onto each buckler. He put all of these things in his house, which was the summer house or the, the winter house or whatever that... The, the forest
1: house.
0: Buckler is a circular shield. Is a circular shield? Yeah. Oh, so they had, like the real shields that had like the shape, you know, and then they had the circle ones that are smaller. So that'd be a buckler. Okay. Now we're going to describe Solomon's throne. He made a, a throne out of kiseshin. I think that's uh, ivory. Ivory. He made it out of ivory, very big, and he covered it with gold. Uh, that was uh, sparkling. sparkling, mufaz. Yeah, by the way, paz also means gold, so it probably comes from the same thing. Zahab mufaz, paz, ateret paz also means uh, gold, so it's all mufaz would maybe came from the fact that mufaz would mean sparkling in the sense that it, it, also, it came from gold and gold sparkles, something like that. Shesh ma'alot lakise, <laughs> verosh agol lakise me there were six steps going up to the chair And there was a circular head For the seat behind it And then there were handles on this side and that side Where the person would sit And there were two lions that stood next to the hands and what, Do you understand what this Rosh uh, Agol uh, it's saying that there's two
1: lions, figures of lions standing next to the arms. Yeah. And 12 figures of lions. No, that's in the next Pasuk. Oh. What about
0: early in the, in the 19th Pasuk?
1: The throne had six steps, a rounded top to the throne at its back, arms on either side at the place of the seat.
0: What is the circular thing? It's like the top of the. Oh, it was curved. It was curved. Okay, yeah, I like see, I shape. see. All right. And there were 12 mini lions, smaller lions. Is that the difference between arayot and arayim? Okay. That were standing on the 12 steps. And they had never seen a throne like this. No, the 6 steps, sorry. 12 12 on the 6 steps, yeah. So uh, there was never a throne made like this in all of the kingdom. So that's number 3. It's the third time we're seeing this expression. There was. Yeah, talking about his throne So he had the spices, the, the wood, the al And his throne And all of the vessels for drinking that the king had were gold This is a funny pasuk And all of the vessels in the house of the yar ha Was Zahav Sagur Was gold that is What is Sagur? Pure, yeah. Uh, there was no silver. It wasn't considered anything in Shlomo's days for, for for even a little. And nobody even cared. There was such an abundance of gold that they didn't have any care for silver. Which makes a lot of sense. I always, I, I, I don't know if it's appropriate to do this, but I think about, I, I like to think about uh, the description of Solomonic times in like modern economic terms. Actually, I am an economics major. Um, Importing a lot of gold into a society doesn't gold make value. people wealthy. No, you know it's gold. Gold just gold doesn't produce anything. What makes a society wealthy is when people have intelligence to produce things efficiently, right? So if someone has enough wisdom to know how to make a a, a pillow in a factory, hundred for ten dollars instead of one for ten dollars, then the society becomes rich because everybody gets a pillow, right? So. For a society to become rich, you you can't simply do that by importing a lot of money. So all of a sudden it's saying that Shlomo imported so much gold. Maybe in those times they thought that that would make a society rich. But really all you're doing is you're making gold worthless or at least worth less. And then then who needs silver at that point because there's such an abundance of gold. Now at the same time the quality of living doesn't really go up because having more currency doesn't improve the quality of living in any way. So, like, that's what the past two administrations have been doing. Just print everybody money. And, like, it's not going to improve your quality of living. Maybe temporarily until the market catches up to how much currency is floating around. You know, but at some point, the market's going to catch up to the currency. And then it's going to be harder to live the same quality of life with less money. Right? So, it's, it's the same in, thing.
1: It's interesting. Does the footnote say similar to what you're saying? It's saying that, like, scripture refers to the king's throne not as Shlomo's but it was built for future kings as well, for the Davidic dynasty, and then also saying that the part with the silver could be rendered that like no one yearned for money, people just yearned for the wisdom they found in their king.
0: Oh, so that's saying in a positive way.
1: Yeah, it's saying, people it's actually weren't saying it in actually, a
0: positive per, way. People actually weren't, didn't even care about, even though, I, I mean, I don't buy it necessarily, I, I don't know if that's Peshat, people didn't buy for all of the silver, they didn't care for all the silver, they just wanted wisdom. Now I, I think what it's saying is, the value of silver went down so much because there was just an abundance of gold floating around. And gold doesn't really do anything for a society. All right, Pasuk Aufbet. I'm going to need help on this Pasuk. The, the fleet of Tarshish that was by, for the king... Was with the fleet of Hiram And it would come every one Every three years Once every three years Bringing a lot of gold and silver And then I'm assuming these are different I, types of ivory, ivory
1: And monkeys and peacocks
0: Right Oh and um, monkeys and peacocks The Kofim mitukim. So they brought Because <laughs> they brought exotic animals as well They imported exotic animals it, it really does seem like there's This is just so excessive Yeah It's so, it kind of reminds me of like uh, Like Elif Abdelot Like The amount of excess you see in In like Like very Very um, Hedonistic cultures like Hollywood You know, wealthy Hollywood people They like walk around with their like pet snakes You know Is there a problem? That it's excess? It's gonna gonna be The problem starts in the next chapter I I
1: don't know what what happens next really but you can also see in the light how Israel, the Jewish people, came from nothing, from Egypt, came into Israel, conquered the land. It took hundreds of years for them to go through all that Shokotim era and stuff like that. But now really established yeah. something and became super rich. Right, this was the
0: glorious time of Israel. This was definitely the best time in the country's history. I mean, in the in that time's history. But the negative element is that Do we have an isur for the king to amass too much gold and silver? Mm -hmm. In the closing of this chapter, we're going to see violates another thing. And Shlomo became uh, greater than all the kings of the land, of the world, in terms of wisdom and wealth. And all of the, the land wanted or seeked out, the presence of Shilomol Shmo et Chok Mato, Asher Natanelimbilibot, to hear his wisdom that God put in his heart. And anybody who would come from any other land or from any land that wanted to hear his wisdom, they would also bring along the way, they would bring their gifts for him vessels of silver, vessels of gold, clothing. Uh, what is Neshek here? Uh, uh, military uh, uh, weapons, uh, um, spices, spices horses, horses, and and mules, and everything they would bring uh, every year. Right, because it says uh, right? it, the king is not allowed to bring, is not allowed to buy a lot of horses and have like a standing army of a lot of chariots. And Shlomo gathered a lot of horses and chariots, and he had 1,400 uh, chariots and 12,000. Um, I don't know the difference. This is the riders. Riders. Uh, what does that mean? He kept them in the chariot cities. Oh, he, kept them in the, oh, he put them in the chariot cities no, no, no. that we here, actually already learned about. Yeah, we yeah. learned that he had built cities the just city. for the chariots and stuff. Yeah. And the king gave, put the silver in Jerusalem like stones. Meaning I think there was so much of it it's That they just used it as, as common as sounds. And then the arazim, the, the which is expensive wood he used like shikmim, which is a cheaper wood That's abundant in the valley um, And now the final source, The source of the horses was from where? From Egypt Um and the gatherers, I don't, I, we have to... like
1: uh, in association with the king's traders, they would purchase these at a set price.
0: Okay. Alright, so basically we're seeing a blatant violation of what we know to be Nisur, which is to bring horses from Egypt. And uh, we'll see, in the next, next chapter, things start to deteriorate. Baruch